1: Um, I'm probably gonna have to be adjusting audio levels on the fly, so like, just general blanket apology in advance to listeners slash viewers, but, um, we're back after an unexpected week off, and I'm experimenting with having the curtains behind me closed to try and keep my lighting situation more consistent, since we are recording at a time where the lighting is cha- like, the ambient lighting is changing a lot?
2: Yep, from week to week, totally sometimes.
1: So, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what kind of results I get. But, um, exciting news: we finally have a release date for season two of Good Omens. How long it been since the
2: first season?
1: Like three years.
2: I say it feels like it's been a really long time. I think
1: four years, actually, because I remember watching it. When I got back from St. Petersburg. Oh. I was watching it either before or after I got back from St. Petersburg, and that was summer of 2019, so I think it's been four years. A long time. And God, how I've missed it. But that'll be fun.
2: I guess I... um... And we have
1: a release date for the next season of What We Do in the Shadows. Pulling up! Which is fantastic. And I think that Our Flag Means Death now has the power to do the funniest thing possible and announce that they will be releasing like at the same time as those other two things and just make um make my summer, honestly, and make a bunch of people on Twitter lose their minds. 13th, that
2: so, was the date.
1: So that is my challenge to you, um, David Jenkins and marketing team of Our Flag Means Death. Make my summer. That would be nice, but, um... Would we like to share some stories from our last adventure that we were going to talk about last week, but then life got in the way? Gotta cast our minds back a whole week and a half now. The fact that we haven't- we took one week off from recording and doing the stream just because things happened, and it feels like it's been a million years? Explain. That's what I was just thinking earlier today. I was like, man, I feel like I haven't talked to Bridget in
2: forever. And it's been like, you know... Because because
1: we took one week off.
2: (laughs) I was like, the last time I talked to you was in person. What? Insanity.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was something. Uh,
2: I would say our costumes were a big hit. I would agree. uh, We
1: we went to Saratoga Comic Con. As I believe was announced or like said something about that in the last episode but just in case anyone forgot we went to saratoga comic-con and had a lovely time uh
2: day one we were
1: were not no day one was not a was not we were not both adhering to a theme that was just our individual day i was papa Nihil from the uh music video for kiss the go-goat by the band ghost which You know, got the ghost hoodie. Everyone who has been listening to this podcast, even for only a short while, should know (laughs) that the only thing I fucking care about is ghost. Shocker. But it was well-received.
2: People who had the little plushies.
1: Oh my god, yeah, I found somebody. Somebody dressed as an arrow. One nameless ghoul, which was one of the last things I expected to see, I was like, if I see anyone, it's probably going to be like Era 3 or 4. And I did see an Era 4 ghoul with like a homemade, like, you know, like the gas mask helmet type vibe that they have going on, or currently. Um, But that was awesome, seeing somebody as an Era 1 ghoul. And I also ran into somebody cosplaying um, Dracopia, so like um, Papa 4 with the bat wings. And... Um, the second day I ran into somebody cosplaying as a uh, Tarzo, so that was cool. That was very fun for me. And I got I got some comp- compliments from just randos who were fans of ghosts. So I had a great time.
2: Hey guys, you want a ghost shirt?
1: Yeah, somebody at a- uh, one of the vendors at a booth had a very awesome ghost shirt on. Good times all around.
2: we from Chainsaw Man.
1: And you looked excellent.
2: Oh, man. I think it was five days before the pain in my head started to subside. It was actually swollen right there.
1: Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wow.
2: My head is weird. Yeah. Uh, All day. Contacts all day.
1: And you, I mean, I can't judge if I can't say that it was worth it or not, because I wasn't the one suffering, but you looked incredible. Like, I cannot get over how good of a cosplay that was for you, specifically. You looked fantastic.
2: Lots of people ask for pictures and things like that. Oh,
1: doesn't it just feel so nice?
2: Yeah. And there's the fun video on Instagram of me dancing with the guy who's dressed as (laughs) Denji.
1: And I have that picture of you with somebody who was cosplaying the Violence Fiend, which was just, I feel like that's such a fun, like, cozy, easy cosplay. Just like, Black pants, blazer, sweatshirt.
2: Wouldn't want to wear a mask all day.
1: Oh, I've already done stuff like that. It's really not a big deal.
2: Okay. Probably because when I think masks, I think about the kind of masks they had for children's Halloween costumes back in like the eighties and nineties.
1: Oh, see, it's
2: plastic. With the we
1: have progressed beyond that, bestie. You
2: know? That's what I think of when I think masks, because that's primarily when I've worn them.
1: Honestly, I could definitely see myself throwing together a Violence Fiend cosplay, just because I personally, like, am very interested in trying to, like, actually do, like, a kind of, like, foam mask build that's something I haven't tried yet in my, sort of, cosplay career, Mm -hmm. and I definitely want to do that, which kind of leads into a fun- another fun little thing, uh, from the- our- our con weekend, you were in a cosplay contest.
2: Indeed I was. I felt like I should have performed or something a bit more, but I was like, look at me. Okay, bye. I mean,
1: that's what most people do. Just a general look at me and then peace out.
2: Well, to at least say something, like somebody in the crowd actually shouted at me, human scum. (laughs) I I should have said that.
1: That's what I put on your little form. It was like anything else to add, human scum. Which, like, so real. Yeah. Nice. It was a very very fun time. Um I had I went ham at the like after party with the DJ. A bitch be dancing and then the next morning my entire body hurt, which is how you know you did it right. I don't fuck around.
2: If you're well rested, you're doing it wrong.
1: Yeah, no. The, if yeah, that is precisely it. But yeah, I would say a good time was had by all and we got lots of fun little just like anime. Trinkets, another box for my trinkets. We just got lots of fun little like anime tchotchkes, Mm -hmm. which was super exciting. Um, hmm, over the garden
2: wall costumes on day two. Oh my god, yeah,
1: the over the garden wall costumes went over very well.
2: And I gave people candy from my pants.
1: (laughs) Were we surprised or not surprised by the amount of people that accepted? I'm
2: gonna go ahead with surprised. Somebody tried to tell me they probably just threw it away after I walked away, but I'm like, no. No. I think the people who took it seemed enthusiastic about taking it. Who
1: tried to tell you
2: that? I I honestly said somebody because I don't remember. <laughs>
1: okay, cool, fair enough.
2: <laughs> somebody at some point it might have been my stepdad.
1: Oh, you never told me. You said that like someone oh. in your family was asking like for pictures of you in your power cosplay. What were the reactions to that? Because you've told me before like when you show your parents like fun things that you do, they're just like, oh, really. So, like, what was the reaction?
2: Both just kept saying, "Uh uh-huh. Okay. That was pretty much it.
1: Why Uh ask for pictures if that's gonna be the reaction?
2: Curiosity, I guess.
1: I wish I understood. Um, Again, I think you looked absolutely fantastic, and personally, if you're willing to suffer again, I would say that's a cosplay you should keep in the rotation, because you looked so damn good.
2: Which one? Power or Greg? Power. It went over well. I, I enjoyed giving away the candy and
1: Yeah.
2: And of my crocheted t I
1: think, again, I think we stand out as Wert and Greg because it's clearly, like, the package deal versus, yeah. like, when you're like it's kind of same thing would happen to me and my friends like when we did like New York City Comic Con like one time we did like really low effort like we all just wore Stormtrooper onesies but a bunch of people stopped us because it was all of us together but then on days where we had more like high effort like ooh, really put this together cosplays like it would be this like random mishmash of like somebody's from Doctor Who somebody's from a Marvel movie somebody's from a video game and we're all just kind of like hanging out together and I think it kind of throws people off a little bit when they recognize like they'll recognize one of you but then be like Am I missing something? Like, if it's someone else from a fandom that they don't know. So. I feel like being a package deal makes you more visible.
2: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: But yeah. I had a fantastic time. Which, now I want to, like, revisit... Because of this week, and I want to revisit a question that we have talked about before on the podcast that you didn't really have an answer for at the time, but now you definitely do. I want to revisit, like, what are your dream cosplays question. Because now you're at least tangentially into it because of me. Making things.
2: Hmm? My love of making things. Yeah, essentially my fabric can make a thing yeah i mean just yesterday i was at joanne and i came across the perfect cape fabric
1: oh fantastic you know i had an idea literally like five minutes before we started recording i was like you know what would be really funny because we both want to cosplay Hanji. i was like what if one of us is like later seasons eye patch Hanji, probably me and then somebody is like earlier seasons Non eye patch Hanji, and then we can just do the Spider Man meme at each other all day. Like if someone's like, "Hey, can I get a picture?" We'll just do the the Spider Man pointing meme.
2: The Hanji from Attack on Titan.
1: Yeah, so I could do the like eye patch, the like long green uh, wings of freedom coat, and also it would be really easy to just like kind of put together an all versions of Hanji like, thing just to sort of have in my cosplay closet, because, like, I already have a white button-down, I already have white jeans, so if I get, like, the boots, the jacket, the cape, then I can also just get, like, the eye patch and the other jacket, and it's like, whichever one do I want, on whatever particular day of, you know, whatever convention I'm attending, there you go, I have them both. It'd be depending on the weather, you know, which
2: one's most appropriate. Right? Yeah. Do you do?
1: Know I want to be... Yeah, Hanji is definitely very high up there for me. I also think I would do Levi, just because that would be fun. Just because I love him. you
2: going to wear a fancy boy shirt?
1: Yes, of course I would. Although, I don't even know if it's that fancy of a shirt. I think he just does that with a scarf.
2: Mm. Sort of like ruffly collar type.
1: I mean, you could do either, and the message would get across.
2: He's a fancy boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that uh, that vert, that uh, Funko version of Levi is referred to as formal Levi.
1: Oh my God, I love it! Yeah, you, actually, you can kind of see it right there. I have my little. We have the same Hanji Funko Pop because both of us are obsessed with her. But um, yeah, I need to get a, a Levi Funko Pop now so I can make them kith.
2: And just when I think I can't love her more.
1: It just <laughs> we're probably gonna talk more about this on the stream tomorrow night and only up to a certain point because I am a little bit ahead of where you are in attack on Titan right now, but just kind of a blanket statement like, man, it just keeps getting worse, doesn't it?
2: If you left off on sixteen, I can try to watch six before tomorrow night.
1: I feel like that's incredibly doable, but yeah,
2: but that's assuming you're not gonna watch more
1: no. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna watch it anymore, because I mostly watch it with Kyle, and he's busy.
2: Well, five and a half ahead. Like I said, I, I leave off in the middle of episodes. They're not tricking me.
1: It just keeps getting worse.
2: Yeah, it is not where I thought it was going this season.
1: Nope, not even a little bit. Nope. And I know I'm gonna wind up reading the entire manga before they re- like actually release the final episodes of the anime because I'm not waiting
2: This is this is where I am now, right? So <laughs> There are essentially four different ways you can get the Attack on Titan model right? You can buy just each volume by itself You can buy the box sets that are like three or four volumes to a box or whatever it is Mm-hmm you can get the Omnibus books, or you can get the Colossal books. Right? Yeah. Forward, I made an Excel spreadsheet.
1: I... Calculated
2: the cost.
1: I'm gonna need to see this, because I've been having the same dilemma.
2: Oh, it's it's still open on my computer. Um, but this is based on Amazon prices. Because I was looking at Amazon. Mm-hmm. And so they might be slightly different depending on where you're looking at it, but the cheapest overall was the omnibus. Noted. Because there are twelve of those and all combined on Amazon, they were about two hundred and four bucks. That was the cheapest. Noted. The most expensive of course is buying the individual editions, of which there are thirty four.
1: I found cost- a bundle of all of them on eBay though. We'll compare notes. Um, This is like a little mini-worsening at the beginning of the episode, just because of who we are as people.
2: I still think I'm going to get the little box sets, because I like the art that's on the boxes.
1: They're cute. I have seen those. They are cute.
2: And the first box set comes with stickers. I know! I need it.
1: So yeah, once I finish Death Note, it's it's Attack on Titan time.
2: I actually have an Excel file named AOT Math.
1: Jesus. Like <laughs> Who are we?
2: Because I was like, man, I don't know which way I want to go with this. There's so many options. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I they have, know. like, this, like, I know it exists. It's, like, this giant box set of all 34 volumes, but it's only in Japanese.
2: Oh, I was gonna say, I never found anything. It that.
1: looks cool as hell, but it is only in That's Japanese. Actually...
2: Hmm. That is unfortunate. That'd be cool to have
1: Indeed. I, um... hi bud oh you going on your beanbag back to your... that's like his favorite nap spot That's I'm... mine i
2: was yeah. sitting there like a week and a half
1: ago <laughs> i'm back on the uh three days on or the four days on three days off uh schedule for the canal now that it is navigation season so i've been like hanging out and doing stuff in my office most of the day and oliver has just been Napping in the chair, literally, since, like, 10 o'clock this morning. Just, like, every now and again, he gets up, struts around a little bit, changes position, back to napping.
2: So that he can have his energy all stored up to run around like a, a, a psychopath all night long. Yeah, and, like,
1: step on my face and stuff.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Love him. Yep. Um, but bringing it back to the dream cosplays thing, obviously both of us we got the whole Hanji thing going on but like anything else for you because i distinctly remember us like at various points in the day when we were just waiting for panels and stuff or like on our way back from things we're like oh and we could do this and this and this so please
2: i definitely gotta do makima
1: well yeah because you have the context already and again that would be super super easy i just
2: gotta get away Because she has her, you know, pink braided hair.
1: Mm, Big sad.
2: Yeah. Well, or I can just get some temporary dye and try to get approximated or something. Wouldn't be quite right, but anyway.
1: I mean, I personally, like, this is just me being the insane type of person that I am. I would grow my hair out. Like, I would make sure to, like, not get a haircut for a specific period of time to do hanji at, like, a really big convention. Like, it, like theoretically new york city or something i'd be like "Ooh, let me like let my hair get a little longer so i can like really do this
2: yeah. i am already there
1: yeah is perfect fantastic Yep. Yeah.
2: Uh, i think we talked about multiple characters from chainsaw man because it'd be cool to do like beam for example
1: and how on like i don't even know how you would do that but god do i want to see it
2: yeah and I, you know somebody there was the angel devil and i was like
1: oh that's so nice yeah i would want to do denji but like or not denji like chainsaw man like i would want to do like the helmet and the blades and everything and man i don't and that's one of those things where it's like it's like a point of pride for me i don't want to buy it i like i want it to be all me like i want to be yeah. the person who puts it together and stuff
2: Like, what we were talking about with the Attack on Titan cosplays is, like, there were a bunch of people that were dressed as, like, scouts, but they were clearly, like, store-bought jackets and capes. And And they
1: looked great!
2: But it'll look so much better when I make that cape out of fabric myself.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, this is not dissing anybody who, like, just, like, you know, buys the jacket or whatever. It's just, like, it's such a personal thing for me, it's like, I want to know that I did No work. Hmm. yeah. But yeah. I guess another kind of, like, dream cosplay that I'm kind of attempting currently, but, like, not as complex as it could theoretically be, is the fact that I'm, like, putting together the waistcoat and the jacket and everything for Tarzo, but if I was, like, gonna go really, really insane, I would do, like, the miter and the robe and, like, all the props and shit, which theoretically, could I still do at some point to kind of have the like, you know, the whole range of his outfits? Yes. Just man, doing the robe would be so complicated. Just because there's so many like little tiny fine details. If I was it would be fun, but Christ alive, it would be so complicated to do the like full robe that copia has now because every time they've like changed the character it's got like the you know lead singer character it's gotten more complex because they've been more popular and it's like okay first i'm like you know making this myself second okay i got a friend who's like you know into costumes and stuff who helps me out and now it's like these crazy like professionals who are doing like beadwork and embroidery and all these beautiful things but it's like i want to do it so bad it looks so good So things like that, and f- again, figuring out how to do the chainsaw man helmet, or even like the katana devil, that would also be sick.
2: Similar to beam, and that you gotta have like this thing.
1: Yeah, that is helmet. a tough. And like, how would one kind of do like Femme beam?
2: I, I because all he has on. is pants yeah didn't really think about it
1: anyway continue
2: um i think we, were, we had talked about you like dressing up as chainsaw man and i would be beam and so i could just walk around calling, uh, you lord calling me
1: lord chainsaw all day but yeah ha- mm.
2: imagine him sounding because he yells stop.
1: yeah i love yeah. him so much but, hmm, how would one kind of feminize that costume?
2: It with anything. Hmm? You could really go with anything.
1: Yeah, you could. I mean, you could just do, like, a tank top. Hmm. Ideas galore.
2: Yeah just gotta figure out how you can have a a shark fin growing out of your face
1: and stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. It wouldn't be as hard if it was just like, oh, there's like fins or something coming out of his hair. But it's like his entire face. I wonder if you could do something like somebody who was in the cosplay contest was I can't remember the name of the character. But it was a character from Fright Night that like has her face all like.
2: Oh, the latex.
1: Yeah, like, their face is, like, like halfway transformed into a zombie or something like that. But they had this cool kind of latex, like, they made a mask that looked like this, like, you know, half zombie demon face. I wonder if, like, that would be a place to at least start thinking of how to do something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, in general, I just feel like if you are doing beam with like the partial shark face like mesh is your friend
2: yeah yeah it'd be tricky cause even if you know if it's in front of you, your eyes even if you're looking through mesh you're still gonna have your vision obstructed
1: which is the name of the, which kind of is just the name of the game with so many cosplays like I would be doing the same thing to myself being denji or being the katana devil
2: well having spent an entire day with my vision impaired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And hey, you survived. Yeah, but it was, it was mostly just frustrating because I was like, I, really, I bet these are some cool wares that these vendors are selling. I would like to see them.
1: I think it's good. What do you think will be worse? If I put on the context and I'm like, yeah, this sucks. Or if I put them on and I'm like, this is fine. What are you talking about? I
2: feel like it's fine either way. Because I could... <laughs> If you're like, man, these really suck, and I'd be like, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> but if you're like, no, this is fine, I'll probably be like, ah, so it is my wonky eyes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, we'll find out when I eventually, <laughs> like, swipe half of the things that you used to cosplay power and then do it for myself.
2: Yeah, I gotta comb out my wig still. Time.
1: I pretend. Oh, my God, the silicone spray that I borrowed from you saved <laughs> the Misa wig that I have. Like, it was, the, like, ends of it were such a mess. And then I was able to, like, brush them back out in, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. Product.
2: product.
1: Which is nice. Um, but the next question, unless we have anything to say further on this topic, the next question is something that came out of a conversation that we were having on the way back from the second day of Saratoga Comic-Con when we walked past a restaurant that had live music going, and you said that it was too early for live music. It was, like, 3 p.m. or something. So I just, how early in the day is too early for live music in, like, a public setting, like a restaurant or a park or what have you?
2: Highly subjective because they have music all the time during the daylight hours. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. music festivals and stuff like that. So it's a common thing, people enjoy it, so obviously not everybody agrees with me. But I just feel like that level of noise, when it's all sunshiny and like... I don't know, I just don't like it.
1: This is absolutely fascinating to me. I never would have even, like, thought that there could be discourse surrounding this had you not made that comment.
2: It just feels very aggressive to me. To me, that's something you do after dark, you know, get a drink in your hand.
1: Interesting. I kind of, hmm. And maybe this is just me being a person who likes almost constant noise. I don't really have like a it's too early for this. Like if you're if it's normal business hours in any sort of like public place that might have live music. Go nuts, bro.
2: Any band playing during the daylight is probably not a band I want to hear. Interesting. Because generally speaking, if they're playing in the daylight, it's like they're a local group or, you know, it's not somebody that I'm going to pay to go see because I like them, you know?
1: Yeah, okay, I guess so.
2: Um, and so at that point, it might just be noise to me. I'm not big on live music unless it's like somebody I intentionally have gone to see because I like them. Otherwise, it just irritates me. Hmm. Alright. Because, especially if you, like, try to go to a bar, and you just want to, like, catch up with your friends, and then the music's too loud, and you can't, it's...
1: I mean, sure. I've never really had that experience, because a large portion of my adult life where I was supposed to be like, oh, going to a bar, catching up with my friends. Um, was COVID, and then also none of my friends lived near me. So, yeah. maybe, maybe that is what it's like. I certainly don't know. But yeah.
2: No, like, you go to have a conversation and the music was loud like
1: that. Yeah. So for me, I'm going to say that as long as it's during, like, kind of quote-unquote normal business hours, I don't care. Like, I'm, there's no too early for me. Like, if you've got somebody with a guitar, like somebody busking at a farmer's market in the morning, go nuts, bro
2: different if we're talking about, like, just a solo artist versus, like, a full-on band performing.
1: Well, I mean, it could be either one. Local band at a farmer's market. Or, you know, just somebody with their guitar.
2: Oh, yeah, if it's a full band, it's too much. Okay. I say Twilight. I'll accept it from Twilight on.
1: Alright, I will accept it all day.
2: why It just doesn't feel right to me.
1: And I, like, I didn't even think that this was a thing that there could potentially be discourse surrounding until you said something.
2: I mean, we're just walking along the street, and it just it just felt so early for that level of noise, and...
1: Yeah, and I thought absolutely nothing of it.
2: Because it was such a nice, sunshiny day, and it seemed like a nice day to just kind of, like, chill out and
1: hmm.
2: relax, and this music's just like...
1: Um, The next thing we have was given to us by a friend in our Twitter group chat, which is this tweet about how do you put your phone in your pocket? And it has an image that's demonstrating, it says, fuck Zodiac signs, how do you put your phone in your pocket? And I think this is a very man-specific image that we are being given, because I never put my phone in, well, I mean, unless I'm wearing, like, sweatpants like I am right now, like, I have my... Um, adidas joggers on that only have like front pockets but in general my phone goes in my back pocket
2: correct but on the
1: but on the occasions where that is not the case um you have four options here you have with the camera pointing down and the screen facing towards you when you put it in your pocket with the screen facing towards you and the camera pointing up uh with the camera pointing down and the screen facing away from you and then with the camera pointing up and the screen also facing away from you. Which of those four ways do you put your phone in your front pants pocket?
2: say I pretty much never use my front pockets either because like in women's pants, they're just not big enough for the most part. Yeah, they're pretty
1: much non-existent. And like, again, the only time I'm putting things in my front pocket is like these, you know, unisex sweatpants that I have on that don't have back pockets.
2: And on the rare occasion where I do, it's usually just I'm putting in there for a couple minutes while I walk from room to room, so I yeah. note how I put them in there. Oh, but, see,
1: I do have a way that I like. I will always put it in camera, pointing downwards towards the ground, screen like f- facing me, like always. And I honestly think any everything else is kind of weird.
2: I think it's because you're holding it like this, and so when you go to put it in your pocket, that's yeah. But I think it's different for the back pocket.
1: The back pocket, it always faces down, as well.
2: Oh no, I mean, first of all, screen always in.
1: Screen like... always in, yeah. And then the um, camera always pointing downwards.
2: I used to have camera up, because I want it to be upright, it makes no sense to me to put it in upside down, why?
1: Oh, because when I take it out, it's all, like, I don't have to flip it back around to look at it. Do I? Oh, see, I don't take it out like that. Oh, I just, like, slide my whole hand into my pocket. Like, I don't grab it and then flip it in my hand.
2: Just kind of pull it out with my fingers and...
1: No. Yeah, I just don't do that. I don't know why. But if you're putting your phone in your front pocket, I think it's weird if you're doing anything other than camera pointing down, screen facing inward towards your body. Well,
2: the it sometimes varies for me is when when i'm putting it in my pocket just for a couple minutes to move from room to room it's usually like oh i'm going upstairs i better grab my phone real quick and so however i grab it just kind of is how it ends up in my pocket
1: i feel like i always grab my phone the exact same way because of the like fact that i have one of those pop socket wallets on my phone so like it's really not conducive to grabbing it another way
2: like if it's even if it's laying like that, you might not know which end is, like, up or down or, you know. You just kind of grab it. Not really. Sometimes when I'm done with my phone, I'll just kind of throw it at the couch.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, well, yeah, we've all done that.
2: Yeah, and so when I... It's, it falls however it falls, and I just grab it and put it in my pocket, and that'll pay attention which side space where.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, I feel like the fact that I have this makes me kind of hyper-aware of, like, which way is which because it's very obvious. I don't know. But yeah, those are my thoughts. I think there's only one correct way and I have said that way and if you do anything else, I would like to study you.
2: Yeah. The most part the um, that would be how it would work just because that you're holding your hand like that. Yeah. Know, right? Um it seems we agree screen always in because protect yeah you know protect it.
1: and also like the fa- if it's like sliding against your clothes it's kind of like you're like wiping the screen off yeah yeah and i i
2: always keep mine upright just because i feel
1: like phones are supposed to be upright but you ever like be wearing leggings and you forget that oh jesus and you forget that you don't have a back pocket and you try to put your phone in your back pocket and you just have this awkward moment where you're just kind of like sliding your phone across your butt cheek <laughs> just like repeat like maybe even twice before you're like oh wait oh man
2: i i've done even weirder like i have a couple of pair of dress pants that don't have front pockets for some reason Weird. and i was that and i was trying to put something in my front pocket or and i just kept going like this <laughs> right pocket over and over and over and i was like oh, wait, these pants don't have pockets. And I was in the front of the classroom at that point when we weren't in the middle of class, but my TA was... T-
1: Oopsies.
2: I was like, I, I'm not just, like, caressing my hip. <laughs> my pocket, And I do not.
1: Um, yeah, put pockets in women's clothes. Put pockets in everyone's clothes. I don't care if, like... I'm sure that, like, men who wear particularly, like, who wear like skinny jeans or something might have this problem too where they have like the tiny little sad pockets i don't care put decent sized pockets in all clothing thank you
2: everybody big pockets that can hold phones
1: yep please and thank you but with that being the last question that we have scheduled for today i think that's going to take us to the weekly worsening because i'm expecting it to be rather in depth because of who we are as people okay I don't know why, that's just kind of a vibe I'm getting from this recording session. So unless you have anything that immediately springs to mind, I can go first with one of several. Of course. I am deep into the Attack on Titan tag on AO3.
2: Isn't that dangerous?
1: Not if you filter by spoilers. Oh, okay. It's nice. bad. It, um, someone, somebody stopped me. Do that. Hmm?
2: Who's gonna do that?
1: Yeah, see, that's the problem. No one is.
2: Hi. Hello, Nyx. We had a meeting today where there was another void on the on the other end of
1: the wall. Oh. Exciting.
2: Another void. Her name was Bean.
1: Oh. baby. I have also purchased a copy of the Satanic Bible from my local independent bookstore. I can keep going. You got anything?
2: I didn't know if you were done or if you were...
1: Well, we'll, we'll circle back to me.
2: Okay. Um, ooh, Let me think. <laughs> so I was in Ahaya last week. Some people in Ohio sometimes say Ohio.
1: Oh my god, I hate that. <laughs> Continue. Uh,
2: and I went to um, the Rogers sale, which I was messaging you about.
1: Explain that to me. Is that like an annual event?
2: That's a weekly event. Year-round. Okay. Friday. And one Saturday a month.
1: So it's, so like, it's month? like a fl- like it's a... Regularly scheduled flea market.
2: Basically.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, It's often like jokingly referred to as Rogers Mall. Okay. Um, But it is a place of many treasures. Okay. Oh man, I don't even know how to describe it because you get some people that it literally just looks like a yard sale, like hodgepodge items from their home. You get crafters who are selling their crafts. You get people who are selling like knockoff designer sunglasses, like Ray Bans, or like knockoff bags, designer bags. Um, you get people selling illegal pets that you're not allowed to have in the state of Ohio, or they're not properly licensed to sell them.
1: Such as? Hmm. E- examples, please, of the illegal pets. There's. Huh?
2: Sugar gliders.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. They're very cute. Oh no, um, they're adorable. I've seen them, but yikes.
2: Yeah, I think in Ohio you can have them, you have to be like licensed to breed and sell them and um yeah, I mean, so it's just this this very bizarre combination of like I I don't even know how to um describe some of the weird things you you find there. Um anyway, I sent you that picture of the very old dirty hair. They were selling a jar full of very old dirty hair for ten dollars. Like that was the
1: Yeah, that was extremely cursed. Thank you for sending that.
2: Yeah. That was it. Cool. A lot of creepy old dolls and stuff everywhere. It's just a magical place. Um but I made a few purchases was the reason I brought this up. Wonderful. You know those uh like kids' sandboxes that look like turtles?
1: Yes. Did you find a tiny one?
2: And it came with a little baggie of sand. Oh my god. And I'm gonna try really hard to find, like, miniature, like, little shovels and sandcastle things. Oh my
1: god, you totally should.
2: I started to look. They're- they're proving very difficult to find. Um, but I think it's gonna sit in my office on campus, but I don't want to put it there yet, because, you know, it's almost summer.
1: Oh my god, I love it so much, it's so cute. Yeah. So
2: there's that, and um, I, I returned to the guy who makes stuff out of silverware.
1: Um, Amazing!
2: This, I bought this from him last year. It's a little snail made out of a fork. Um, Friend. And I actually have to fix it because it got broken. But I have this cat,
1: ladle kitty. It's
2: like broke off. Oh. So I that love cat. it. Yeah. Uh, he did want to sell it to me because he's like, "Oh, I gotta fix that leg," and I was like, "No, I want this one." His face speaks to me, and I got this pen made out of a butter knife.
1: Oh my god, I love it!
2: Yeah. Right? That's With so fun. Knife.
1: Yeah. Yay!
2: He just makes stuff out of silver.
1: Honestly, vibes.
2: Yeah, I, I I enjoy him, and you meet. Lots of interesting characters there. I ran into somebody and I graduated high school with. It's very weird, because he said my name and I didn't recognize him at first. I'm like, who is this person?
1: (laughs) I know a way that you're worse. You have a dedicated manga shelf now.
2: That is true, man. And it's, it's turned out to be beautiful, huh?
1: I've seen pictures. It's delightful. I love it.
2: Yeah, finally figured out what to do with my stickers... I got a frame, like a poster frame that's the exact size of the shelf, almost, and so I'm just gonna start making a collage of them. I love it. It's it's pretty pathetic looking, because there's just a few random ones in it. Um, And I also got a little stand for my Death Note, so
1: it it just stands up now. That is delightful.
2: A little stand for my Lego minifigures.
1: I need to get one of those. I... Oh yeah, we now have, like, we have the same Death Note now.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't really talk about the purchases, but we big got nerd events. Uh, Chainsaw Man and Attack on Titan ones.
1: The, the lack of just like of Hanji in Attack on Titan merchandise is really sad.
2: Just stickers. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which is why we both were immediately like, "Well, I need a Funko now."
2: Yep. And uh, I hadn't even made it home yet before I ordered it. I ordered it when I was still here. Yeah. <laughs> the last day of the con. Yep. And then it was here, like, within hours of me getting home the next day.
1: I know, you sent me a picture. <laughs> and then I was like, hmm, I need one now.
2: He's twirling her. <laughs> Beautiful. Yep, yeah, she's back there on shelf.
1: But yeah, so, I mean, the, just the Attack on Titan brain rot continues in both of us. Yeah. I cannot even imagine how much worse it's going to get.
2: Yeah, I definitely am gonna read all the manga this summer because I mm-hmm. want to know like, yeah, how those ended before we see the show.
1: Yep. Oh boy. It's a lot of
2: manga though. It's, it's, a, a, lot manga. it's it a, lot. a lot of
1: manga. It's fine. It's whatever. Oh, um, I bought. I wound up buying a second copy of uh, Volume 3 of the Black Edition of Death Note because my water bottle leaked in my bag and fucked up the one that I have now, and I was like I'm not gonna have just one of these that's like all water damaged and like wavy looking because it's gonna bother me. So I'm waiting on that. And then I'm just gonna drop the water damage one in, like, one of the little free libraries around my neighborhood. But, yeah. I wasn't- I wasn't gonna stand for that. And also, um, girl, help, I can't stop playing Subnautica.
2: Have some hobbies?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, but, like, (sighs) I am- I am in a video game era once again where it's, like, the only thing I want to do.
2: era.
1: I have noticed that about myself where it's like I go through these phases where like the only thing I want to do is listen like like my main source of entertainment is listening to audio dramas or my main source of entertainment is playing video games or it's reading or it's like reading fan fiction specifically rather than like actually reading books and I just go through like I experience my enthusiasm for all of these things in just like cycles and waves and I am in in such a video game era right now. <laughs>
2: That's that's what I do. But they my my phases of intensity and obsession with the thing.
1: Much like, you know, it do just be that way. But yeah, I just continue to become insane every single day.
2: I did come back from Ohio with three reusable grocery bags full of books. And I already I didn't even have space for the books I already had.
1: It's fine. Who cares?
2: Twelve out of fifteen books in the Wheel of Time series. It's each of them is like 15.
1: thick, with wow. like five C's.
2: Yeah, yeah. I still I don't have the last three books. I can you know get around to those. It'll take.
1: But you gotta like scour eBay now to like make sure they're like editions for like that okay. like they match.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: because it would bother me. It would bother me if that were the case. And then I got like three, the last like three or whatever, with like ooh the nice chic redesigned two thousand whatever cover. No, 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 no.
2: Oh yeah, no, because these definitely have um, an older look to them.
1: You gotta it. The vibe has to match. I
2: was gonna say they're sitting directly behind me. Actually, that's book zero. Here's book one.
1: Yeah, like yeah, you get that. <laughs> There's no such... You know...
2: But I already had stacks of books that have nowhere to go. Who cares?
1: Who cares? Life is about making your personal space into a, like... Just wonderful clutter of books and trinkets and fun things. It is about being Goblin core.
2: Several of those books are set aside for you, though, so... Some of which I already asked you if you wanted, some of which I didn't, and our surprise.
1: I love surprises.
2: Do you want to know what one of them is that I'm most excited about? Yes! I was like, I don't know if it's easily accessible. They're, the bags of books are just sitting behind me. Mm.
1: It's
2: probably not easily accessible.
1: Life is a okay. bitch.
2: I bet it's right here. Yep, there it is. Yay! of Lee! Hell
1: yes! Ooh, that'll be very fun.
2: Yeah. I was like, well, I already have this one,
1: so... Ooh, that's very exciting. Thank you, Bestie. I was like,
2: I know who that's for.
1: But yeah, that's how we're worse this week. We continue to collect items and fall deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole of various shows.
2: Yeah, and I think what it is is consuming more anime and manga, because, like, most of the things that I am, like, obsessed with that I, you know, like to the level of cosplaying are not recognizable costumes, you know? Yeah. Um, but I feel like a lot of the, the anime characters and manga characters, like, they have distinctive.
1: Yeah. Because even if it is a person wearing normal clothes, they'll have, like, pink hair or some shit.
2: Yeah. Oh, and here's another way
1: that I'm worse. Kyle lent me his, um, complete, like, Blu-ray set of Neon Genesis Evangelion, so I will be watching that in the very near future.
2: Nice. I just remembered.
1: (laughs) And Cowboy Bebop.
2: (laughs) His small friend was in the same bag as my turtle.
1: Incredible. Sableye. He's gonna be so excited. He's gonna be so excited. You show that man a eye and his day is made.
2: I asked the nice lady. I
1: oh my like, god, I love it. Have...
2: Do you happen to have anything Sableye? That's she amazing. Like, oh. She's like, oh, I think only in these like little ones here. And so she dug through a little bit, she's like,
1: oh, here. I'm surprised that they have the- like, how many Pokemon figures did this person have? Because that's not a, like... That's not one of the standard, like, you know... Greatest hits.
2: They had a decent- Like, there was a big basket of ones that were that size. Mm. Probably had, like, a hundred in there, in the basket. Shit, dog! Um,
1: That's awesome.
2: There were not a hundred different ones. I'm sure there were duplicates. Oh, I'm sure,
1: yeah. But still, like, the fact that they had that at all is awesome.
2: Shockingly, there were a lot of people that had Pokemon stuff and, like, manga, anime stuff in general at the Roger sale.
1: I feel like if it's people, like- Possibly cleaning out, like, older things because of the, like, really, like, it's still obvious, Pokemon is still obviously crazy popular, but, like, the insanely hot moment that Pokemon had when it first kind of broke into the American market, like, in the, like, 90s. I feel like people would, like, have a bunch of stuff lying around from that time. It's like, oh, yeah, these were my son's Game Boy games or whatever that he doesn't play anymore. I'm gonna sell, you know, I'm getting rid of stuff. I'll sell it.
2: Stuff was all newer stuff. I mean, that's what I oh, said. Huh. It's a... of, of people, like, just regular yard sale people, but then you have stuff who are people who are just, like, regular vendors.
1: That's kind of cool.
2: So, like, there were vendors there that you, like, you would have seen at a Comic-Con.
1: If you ever drag me to Ohio, I want to go to this!
2: Yeah! Convince you to go, it'll, it's every, uh, every Friday, year-round. All day, starting at 7.30am.
1: Alright, yeah, let's rock and roll! <laughs> Why not?
2: That particular booth, he also had a Chainsaw Man
1: figure that I thought about getting. Banger! Yeah. Nice. Alright, well, I think that's going to bring us to the end for this week. Uh, Good to be back, is what I'm going to leave it on. One week off feels like forever, and I don't know why, but good to be back on schedule. That there, like, as much as there even is a schedule. There's
2: a schedule. We record at the same time every week.
1: We do record at the same time every week, and I do have things planned out in advance to a decent degree, but I also try to keep things as flexible as possible. Just in case someone, like, the fact that the first time, I think it was Maddie and I ever recorded with Tim Meredith, I was expecting him to be like, oh yeah, we can work out something in like three months or whatever. He's like, are you guys free this Friday? And I was like, (sighs) so now I always like have everything set so that it's like, we can like shuffle any of the building blocks around as necessary. So that's why I say that we aren't very strictly scheduled out, but it does exist. So there you have it. There's a little peek behind the curtains of how the Fighting with Friends podcast runs. But either way, we will be back again next week. Thank you very much for fighting with us, friends. We appreciate each each and every single one of you. and We'll see you then. Adios. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at bridgetkelly 98 and at AndSarahSaid. Sarah Said. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and Facebook, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening!